Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to brelnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. Fatality. And welcome to Movie Guys Podcast. And tonight we're talking about Fantastic Beast and where to find them. I am your host, Jordan, along here with Eric and Adam, filling in for Ed again. How are you guys doing again? Howdy. Hey, what's up? So, we're talking about Fantastic Beast, a movie that I was dragged, kicking, and screaming by my wife to see the movie in theater. I had no interest to see this at all. I did not care. Um,. And really? my oh god yeah, um, and because I know what it's about. It's it's in the world of Harry Potter. And uh, did you not like any of the Harry Potter movies? Okay, I gotta show my hand real fast here. Um, I have a I have a long story, but I'll make it very very short for the show. Sure. I I hate Harry Potter. Well, that was that was short and sweet. Maybe not sweet, I mean, but like downright no. hate Harry Potter hate Harry Potter. So, here's the thing. I'm 30 years old. I'm sure kids are different nowadays. But back when, uh, back back in the, what, 98, 99, when the Sorcerer's Stone came out, the book, right? Back then. Um, Philosopher's all the Stone, ki- maybe? Yeah, Philosopher's Stone, if you were in, in the UK. Every single person in junior high school that liked Harry Potter got beat the <laughs> fuck up. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to get into I'm not even going to try, you know. And um, motivation is like, I don't want to get my ass kicked, so. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean I'm serious. I mean, this sounds terrible because I, I had this conversation with my wife years ago. But it's like I would go to the bathroom in junior high school. Now, guys, remember, and also for the fans, if, if anybody has seen the movie Varsity Blues with James Vanderbeek, that's the town that I live in. It's a 3,000-person village where all that matters is football and manhood, right? So if you are a boy that doesn't play football, that likes Harry Potter, guys, I remember four times in junior high school going to the bathroom and kids were getting beat up because they liked Harry Potter. What the fuck, man? I, I feel like oh, yeah. you're, you're from a town where like, if you were to go at home <laughs> – and in going to the corner of your room and secretly read a book, you go into school the next day and, and people are like, "Hey, Megan, I heard you were reading a book last night." And then yes, like, yeah, I get that fucking yes. word. Yes, yeah, like you know, pardon the language, but I mean, I feel like that's yeah. Like I feel like is that what happened? Like you try yes, to learn, I boy. Swear on my daughter, that's how it was. And I was a big Star Wars fan. 
So, like, I didn't really let that be known. I just fell into the groove of being quote-unquote normal and played, and played sports. So I never got into it. And then after I graduated high school and went to college and became my own person, I never got into it. And I'm making this longer way it needs to be until I met my wife. And the short version of this is when our first date was in February of 2009 and I said, hey, I'm a big Friday the 13th guy. The remake's coming out. So before we go see it, I'm going to show you all the Friday the 13th movies. Okay. So in she, turn, she had to show you all the Harry Potters before seeing this? Before seeing Half-Blood Prince when that came out. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. So like, I have no interest in wizards, warlocks, witches, Did you have anything... a fear of going to the movies and, and just getting beat up right there in the chair? I just... No, no. Yeah, we found you. you he's got black Jordan. hoodie on. He puts the hood up. He he ties it up and everything. Like, God, oh, just let me sneak in here real quick. I knew it, boy. Look in. at him. I mean, I mean, guys, I feel the same way about Lord of the Rings. I can't get into that fantasy stuff. It's just, it's so far out there for me. So I had no interest in seeing this. I have seen every single Harry Potter film, from sure. one to uh, Deathly Hallows Part Two. I've okay. seen them all. Um, but this is confusing. So, I mean, let's let's kind of dive into it here. So, this is 1926. Is that right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, are you two or one of you like big Harry Potter fans? I'm I'm confident in my Harry Potter knowledge. Let's just say that I'm not a. Okay. Are you? Okay. Whatever the follower uh, followers call themselves. Potheads. What about you? What about you, Adam? <laughs> I'm one of those, Are I guess. <laughs> uh, you know what? I never read the books, um, but I saw all the movies. I liked the movies, but I didn't actually really, really start enjoying them until like the latter half, like after everybody started dying and it got real dark and adult oriented. That's when I was like, all right, I can get into this a little bit. Yeah, like it's it's a little bit darker now. It's like it's less kid oriented. So. I would say, uh, yeah, I enjoy them. They're pretty good. Okay. All right. So so this takes place in 1926, and we follow this character named Newt. That's the main guy, right? Right. Yeah. And what I was confused about right off the bat is that I didn't know that the whole world had regular humans and then, and then uh, what, uh, wizards, right? Wizards and then witches. I mean, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I you mean, didn't you think mean, it was... You didn't yeah. think it was... You thought it was no. just in Europe? I didn't know really if there was like some geography with it because what 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 really I thought was interesting about this movie is that in the Harry Potter movies and the books they call uh, what people that are not uh, wizards or witches they call them muggles, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no madge, no madge or no mad, no madge, no madge, no madge, and. What I was shocked about is that they didn't show us a school. Like, I thought there'd be some sort of a school because, right? Because well, this is America's version. No, no, there's only a few schools in North America. And this is all, again, after the Harry Potter thing. So she, she came up, she filled in this world, J.K. Rowling, that is, filled up this world and all this detail uh, after the main storyline of Harry Potter had been concluded already. 
So there are other schools like Hogwarts yeah, in like, the United if, States. If you remember from the original Harry Potter movies, they had that big competitions where the other schools were coming to Hogwarts. There wasn't many of them, but there were other schools the that were... Tri-Wizarding was, Tournament. Yeah, the Tri-Wizarding Tournament. There were other schools that came to Hogwarts. There was like the Old Girls Witch School and other different types of schools. So it was even established in the original films, and I'm assuming the book, oh. that there were other schools involved in this whole teaching of magic. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So, okay. So this, so this new character, Newt, he got kicked out of Hogwarts because he did some. See, this is confusing. Why the fuck did he get kicked out of Hogwarts? Because he couldn't control some mythical creature. Is is that right? He, what? Uh, from what I understood from it, he got kicked out because. He's an animal lover, and he didn't like the fact of, uh, that there was an animal kept in captivity, or whatever. Maybe it was abused. He considered, so he like let it loose, and some people got hurt. Um, I don't know, Eric. Did, is that the perspective you got from that? Yeah, pretty much. What happened is that he was yeah messing around. Accidents happen. <laughs> Albus Dumbledore, a a teacher at the time, instructor or whatever, uh, stood up for him, but the school was just like, no, dude, you you did a lot of damage. And so you gotta go. Okay. You got to go. We not about that here. You endangered the lives of other students. You got to go. Okay. And then my last question before we get into the reviewing part of it is what year would you guys say the first Harry Potter takes place in? 2000? Because yeah. I'm trying to figure out the timeline of this because Tom Riddle, who was Voldemort, was he born when this movie came out, Fantastic Beasts? Was this before Voldemort's time? This, I think, was before his time. Yeah, it would have uh, been this before, before his time. His time. Yes. Yeah. Because he okay. went to school with Harry's parents, and they didn't die until they were, like, in their late 20s, early 30s. So yeah. I, I imagine okay. it's, like, early two, late 90s, early 2000s that this story takes place, at least as far as the movies are concerned. Okay. All right, I was just curious. All right, so that's the end of my questions. So the review part of it is, I mean, okay, look, I was not excited to see this movie. Um, this movie did not catch my interest. I don't hate the movie, but uh, I found myself bored a lot. <laughs> and I no, called... No, no one, we're not stopping you, so keep going. No, and I called that, that... That I guess the main bad guy, not 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 uh, not uh, not not Colin Farrell, but the teenage boy Ezra was Miller, the bad. Ezra uh, Miller, Credence Barebone. Yeah, like I mean, of course he was the big bad, and it was like really, I mean, like it was it was very predictable in that aspect. But it's called Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them. That is a terrible title because it's like okay, so I'm thinking I'm gonna watch a Harry Potter movie where this main wizard guy is going to go on an adventure a la Indiana Jones style and capture these fantastic beasts. But that's not the case. He already has them. Well, there's a reason for that, and uh, this is the title of the book as well, too. The reason for it is because in the Harry Potter series, they're going to school, and so they're given textbooks. One year, as a textbook, they're given a book called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, written by who? Newt uh, Scamander. And uh, it is a textbook that they go uh, by, uh, and they then learn about all the Fantastic Beasts, what they do, where to find them, and what, they're, what, their, what their shit's about. And it's just uh, clever, because as spinoffs go, 
uh, to take it as the author of one of the textbooks in the series, I thought was a pretty uh, clever twist. A tasteful spinoff uh, is, if anything, too. It's not like, you know, Joey after Friends or anything like that. Nice reference. <laughs> it's, Wait it's, a minute. It's more like a Frasier after Cheers. So you're telling me that... Oh, okay, so this is interesting. Okay, so you're saying that in the Harry Potter books and in the movies, <laughs> Harry and his classmates get a textbook one year that's called Fantastic uh, Beats. A memorable and to find one, them. too. It was the book that had fangs and eyes on it and tried to eat Harry and tries to eat the, the students. Oh, it's that book. It's that book. He is the author okay. of that book. So Newt, the main character of this movie, he writes the book after the uh, uh, events that happen in this right. movie. And oh, yeah, because okay. if you remember at the end of the movie, he makes a point to say, "Hey, can I can I bring you my book? Can I send you my book after I finish writing it? You know, I'm gonna call it Fantastic Beasts and everything like that." He makes a point by saying that he's writing this book, like multiple points in the movie. I'm actually glad, Eric, that well, you okay. uh, mentioned the. Book, the textbook part because I was going to ask you because it's been a long time since I saw the movies and I was curious if uh, either one of you were experts or knew a lot about the universe whether or not any of these characters were referenced in the past flicks like if we caught a reference from any of them uh, yeah I think I, I've read all the books and they have uh, talked about I think they've mentioned Grindelwald before uh, that name does sound very familiar I can't really put to which book or, but I think it was one of those when they were talking about uh, uh, dark wizards of yesteryears, and they were talking about through the ages, all these uh, different. Uh, was I think Rasputin is one of them too. Okay. Uh, but like uh, Grendelwald was, you know, was was mentioned too. So uh, they throw some in there, you know. As far okay. as there was a Dumbledore reference, we if you heard that too. Yeah, yeah. I heard that. Okay, wait a minute. So <laughs> then, okay. So let's just break this down, and since I'm so confused, since I'm not a Harry Potter fan, I kind of want to go this as the eyes of a reviewer, literally. What is the villain's plot? What's the main guy's you just said again? Uh, what's his name? Uh, the main bad guy? Uh, uh, oh, Graves by Col uh, Colin Farrell? Yeah, or, no, or the, what, not Colin as, Farrell. As but I think he's talking about Grindelwald. Grindelwald? Oh. Oh. Grindelwald, okay. Okay. Well, so he, what is Grendelwald's plot? What is his what is his thing? I I think that uh, Grendelwald's uh main thing in America, that you're talking about the blind guy, Johnny Tap. <laughs> which 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 of course I was going to wait to the end of the show, but you called it out. I actually clapped and I was the only one in theater because it was a packed house. Yeah. And I was with my wife and a couple of friends and Johnny Depp Shows up at the end. I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking Johnny Depp. Oh, what the fuck? Fucking out of nowhere. <laughs> like he wasn't in the IMDb credits. What the? And everybody's looking at me like, sit the fuck down. I'm like, all right, I'm sorry. I don't quite anyway. know what his what his angle is. I, I this is actually the only Harry Potter book or in the chain that I have I have not read. It was Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I imagine yeah. his angle is, uh, from what I got from the movie at least, his angle is that he's tired of the fact that the wizarding world has to hide itself from the rest of the humans. They, like, yeah. we have to be, like, the wizards have to be in the sewers and underground, and we have to hide ourselves. He wants to be out in the open. He wants it to be like, I don't, I don't want to have to sit there and hide myself. Yeah. I want to be, I want us to be free. I want us to be able to do what we want when we want. And if the humans don't like it, fuck them. So he's, like, that's, yeah, so he's, he's fighting against the, the, the power, man. He's he's the Rebel Alliance, pretty much. Yeah. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. So his plot is, he's pissed off 
what's it, Grindelwald, right? Grindelwald? Yeah, Grindelwald. Yeah, I think that's what Okay. Grindelwald. Grindelwald. He's pissed off because he doesn't want wizards to be second-rate to humans, which, okay, that's fine, I get that. So, from what I take from this movie, he's talking right with Credence, uh, Credence, who is a foster kid who lives in this foster home with this uh, normal uh, human woman who who thinks witches are real and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and, and his plot is to try to find this kid because this kid is an evil entity. Right? Well, it's... They explained, actually, how those things tran- transpire, is where how the, that uh, creature gets created is because in that world, in the Wizarding World, when you come of age, your powers start to, uh, well, awaken a bit more, you know, and you're able to kind of uh, need to go to school like Hogwarts and then focus and harness your powers and learn to control them a bit more. In Think of it like cases, X-Men and the X-Gene activating kind of thing. Think of it like that. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, continue. All right. So, uh, well, they usually get the letter, like, at uh, 11, I think, or, or 12. Okay. Maybe. But, uh... I think it's something like that. Yeah. But anyway, they get their, that's when they get their owl. But, um, there are some cases where the magic is suppressed in that person. Where the whoever is uh, uh, reaching that age for, for it to kind of come to light... That they are resisting any, and that magic needs to go somewhere. They're bottling it all up. And so instead of uh, one or the other happening, it kind of comes out into that, that form. What's it, what they call the uh, obelisk or something like that? Okay. Look it up. Okay, yeah. so, so it comes in that form of that dark cloud energy. So that's what Grindelwald's plot is in this movie, is he disguised himself as Colin Farrell's character. And he's trying to find this kid, who is that entity. Negative. To... That that just comes no. into his plan. His plan is to that whole newspaper scene in the beginning of the movie was bringing yeah. you up to speed. That pretty much for a while, this dude Grendelwald has been kind of terrorizing and rebelling against the American forces or the American Wizarding Council or whatever the hell their government is called. And uh, you see now with Graves, he's, he's doing it from the inside job. But uh, something has been happening, you know, and that was the, the first uh, time we see Colin Farrell, his introduction. It was in that dilapidated building that was blown up by a gas explosion, which we then found out was not. So he, he was there doing his own thing, but then this other force, Ezra Miller's force, comes out into light. And so he just kind of has to be like, okay, hold on, overthrowing the government real quick. Let's focus on this and see if I can't use this to my advantage. It sounds very convoluted, doesn't it, fellas? It sounds very far-fetched. That that villainous plot sounds really far out there, doesn't it? Well, I mean, it's not anything that you haven't heard in a terrorist plot before. No, but, I mean, but here's the thing. Exactly what... I mean, that's, we just pretty much described wizard terrorism. Like that's no. I mean, if he can gain control of this power, like he has this immense, amazing power. Like that's that's kind of if he can focus it. It's kind of like kind of like the Hulking Avengers or uh, not, or the uh, Edward Norton Hulk. He's like, I can't control it, but if I could just focus, you know, it where it goes, and I can cause a lot of destruction or you know, fight whatever is attacking me or whatever. I think he he like it's kind of like that. Okay. All right. 
Okay, okay, fair enough. It just seemed a little convoluted, but okay. Um, one thing that I do like about this movie is Newt's briefcase, where they go into the briefcase, and it has this whole, every single beast has their own little section. A little art. And I really, I like that a lot. I think that's really, really freaking cool. I mean, like, the special effects of this movie are top-notch. Like, it's really, really good. I mean, it's impressive. I have a question for you. With that suitcase right there and the information that we already have and know about what we've seen, can we yeah. then say that Mary Poppins is indeed a witch? Oh. <laughs> she, she has a suitcase that, that goes on to forever. She flew the fuck in, by the way, on a, on a cold breeze, and she Dude. took some kids inside of a chalk drawing in the park. Like, Talk about the greatest crossover ever. Harry Potter and Mary go. Poppins. <laughs> there you go. Mary Poppins. Yes, I would agree with you Oh on my that. god, that would be epic. If they're doing Men in Black and 21 Jump Street, they, then this... I mean, they're remaking Harry Poppins, I heard, so... Are they really? That's what I heard. I, I don't know if it was rumor or what, but I heard that they were trying to push to remake it. I mean, they could cross that, that over to make total sense. Yeah, I get it. That would make amazing. It, it'd make money, that's for sure. As long as it's not like in... Uh, you know the the CGI animation cartoon shit. Um, the second, my second favorite part about this movie was Newt's human psychic. This guy, I know this actor, and when I saw him in this movie, I'm like, oh my god! I said that in the theater, and Gina's like, what? I was like, that's the balls of fury guy. Yeah. <laughs> His uh, uh yeah, exactly. Fogel, uh, Fogel. Yeah, Fogler or something Fogler, like that. Dan Fogler. Here he I did I, not take it. He was good. Like, like, like. As soon as I saw him on screen, I was like, "Oh my god, it's the balls of fury guy." This movie's gonna be stupid. <laughs> but he was great in it. He actually made the movie for me. He was funny. He did a good job. I actually enjoy that actor uh, in some of the roles he does. And when I saw that him in there, I was like, you know, I'm glad he's getting some work. I'm glad they're throwing him a bone every now and then because he, he needs it. So I, I mean, what else has his, he been in? I'm looking at his IMDb. That dude, this dude works. This dude work work What's works. He, because he's, I haven't seen him besides Balls of Fury. What he's got else a lot. He of, he's got a lot of TV and a lot of voiceover work. A lot of dramatic oh, okay. TV though too. We're talking about like Hannibal or The Good Wife, Secrets yeah. of Lies. Uh, any other movies that came out in the past couple of years I might have known him from? Uh, Fanboys, Taking Woodstock. Fanboys, okay, Kung Taking Fu Woodstock. Panda, he was there. Good luck, Chuck. Yeah, apparently he was in the couple. Yeah, I was like, wow, this guy does work. You know, but, and, uh, yeah. And the actor who played uh, the main character, Newt, he did play Stephen Hawking last year, right, in that Stephen Hawking That's biopic? Eddie Redmayne, yes, he certainly did. He won the Academy Award for it, I believe. <laughs> okay. Um, he was not bad in this either. Actually, everybody was good. Uh, I forget her name, but the, you know, but the token female and her sister, they were good too. They were really, really good. Um, the part where I checked out of the movie, where I was like, okay, this is getting too much for me, too much fantasy, is when the giant rhino thing breaks into the zoo and wants to fuck the Balls of Furies guy. I was like, okay, all right, I'm done. I'm kind of checked out. Dude, this is I mean, I, are you saying that, like, bestiality isn't your thing? Because the shit that you send me sometimes on email, man, like... <laughs> what? <laughs> Shut the... 
Eric, shut the fuck up, man. Fuck, man. No, Shit. but uh, I, I understand that. A whole kind of mating dance uh, kind of courtship that was there to kind of lure this thing in. But um, I don't know. If I were to give any, any sort of defense towards it, it might be that uh, it just kind of lets you show you that uh, Eddie Redmayne's character, Newt, is just kind of... He knows he knows his shit. And he kind of he also knows how to uh, seduce a, a rhino. <laughs> he knows how to... Yeah, he does. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of a crossover between, like, Doctor Who and Ace Ventura. That's kind of what he reminded me a little bit of. He's a quirky character, nice. right? Yeah, like, that's what he reminded me. He, he loves animals like Ace Ventura, but he has the real quirkiness, like you said, of, of, of a Doctor Who character, kind of. Yeah. Um, actually, the uh, the actor that I fell in love with the most, actually the actress, is the uh, blonde sister. I had so much fun with her. She was she was awesome. Yeah, she was really good. I thought it's, at first she was gonna be like you know like a ditzy you know witch that just kind of like you know this and everything. She was really good. Like I was really really satisfied with uh, her work that she did in the movie. <clears throat> I think her name was yeah. Uh, I mean, Samantha I, I really really cool. liked her a lot. I really, really liked her a lot. Like, I thought she was really, really good. Oh, shoot. Somebody disagrees with you. <laughs> oh, I know. I think I had the wrong chick, but it doesn't matter. But I, Sorry I, about that to all the fans. I have my daughter with me here. The the, the casting for everyone was, was great. Like, but this this movie does kind of after the story and after how it's done, and after all the character and the casting and just the visual effects, it, it comes down to this just basically just being you know a family holiday movie, because during the holidays family movies always do well, which is why we yes. have so many Peter yes. Pan movies. Which, <laughs> which is why I'm shocked this didn't come out during Christmas. I guess they didn't want to. I guess they want to go after uh, Star Wars, no, and uh, you does? guys continue on. Uh, yeah, nobody I'll be back in a minute. Okay, I, yeah. And, uh, and uh, go ahead, I'll be back in a minute. There would be okay. no way I'd go up against Star Wars with, with no, any absolutely movie. Not. Everyone's just going to let them yeah, it's, get completely run over by it. But <coughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I enjoyed the movie for, for what it was. I didn't read the book at all, so, I mean, I was just going in clueless and just kind of raw to the entire movie and I was alright with it. Hey, absolutely. I, I I went out I left the movie with a good feeling. I felt good when I left the movie. Like so that I guess is a positive thing where like I was like happy. It wasn't too long. You know, it it didn't need anything extra. It had there weren't too many scenes I would say uh would need to go. Um I can't think of anything off the top of my head but I can you know, I can't add them. Because okay. this movie was Return of the King. I mean, like, this movie literally was Return of the King. There was, like, six different endings. I was I was getting so antsy after the Johnny Depp scene. I was like, okay, let's end this fucking thing. But no, we had to spend ten more minutes with the human guy not wanting to go into the rain because he would forget her. It's like, oh, my good lord. And then we go to his bakery, and then he has images of all the fantastic beasts, and he sees her, it's like, oh, God. I mean, and then we go to the train station. It, it might have. <laughs> He's like, it's for, God. The, the, the boat station might have been a little much, but the I I think just seeing the ending of you know his journey, I think I think that 
I think that was good. It was a little emotional. Like, I mean, this dude, he's got a shitty life. He works a shitty job. Nothing good happens to him. And he goes on this grand adventure, and then he has to forget everything. Like, it was it was a little emotional. Like, like I don't honest, know if he forgot little... everything. Well, I mean, I don't are... think he forgot everything. They're like little. I think hits. she put a spell on him. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see how we'll see how it goes. It's it's magic, the world of magic, and most anything can happen there. But uh, I'm looking up uh, the director right now, uh, David Yates. If you don't know him, he did uh, Harry Potter, Order of the Phoenix, Half Blood Prince, and both Deathly Hollows. Um, yeah. He is also signed on to do not only this Fantastic Beast movie, but four others. Yes. Four. So that is true. So oh, okay. It says I was wondering if that was true. To be a IMDb, it says that uh, the Fantastic Beasts were to find them through five. Yes. Um, I was at the theater with a buddy of mine. Um, every, every and other he's kind of like the... Yeah, he's... Uh, the buddy of mine that I went to uh, the theater with, he's kind of like the practical joker of the group, where it's like, you don't know if he's telling you the truth or not. And he knows I don't like Harry Potter. And I sat down, and he was like, so you're doing this for the for the movie guys, right? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, prepare to do four more of them, because there's going to be five all together. I'm like, are you fucking serious? But I guess that's true, huh? It looks like it. it I mean, this movie's like gonna make this movie's gonna make a lot of money. It's, yeah. it's already has. So yeah, they're absolutely gonna make more of them. Yeah, I mean, get enough Harry Potter. Let's. Uh, uh, how much money has it? As we're doing this right now, which is it's still its opening week, right? It hasn't done the full cycle yet. No, yeah, it hasn't the full cycle. It would be uh, two more days from now. All right. But what so is the what is the total? I see the opening weekend. It opened at seventy four and a half. And the budget was 180. What? So it opening weekend was 74 million and a half. One weekend it opened at 74 mil. Yeah. You know what? I am not surprised more. by that number. I am not that surprised about that number, honestly. Like people have been clamoring for another Harry Potter, whether it's another book, another movie, anything. So I am not surprised just to get back into that universe. So it, it'll do just fine, but it's obviously with that number, number one at the box office right now. What uh, uh, what did it open up against though? Like that's that's the the question, right? Let me take a look. Yeah. Oh man, box office mojo. Today it made nine point three million. I think it was a standalone yeah. open, boys. I don't think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. I, I think all, no, all of it for a yeah. holiday weekend right now is because you have Allied, Bad Santa two, Manoa, my. Manana, Moana, 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 and, yeah, and rules don't out. apply. I mean, so you got uh, four movies that are coming out. So I mean, well, good job yeah. for them. So it, 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 I mean, like good, good spot. Maybe maybe the other movies are just like much like Star Wars. Like, yeah, we're not gonna open up next to that because we'll we'll lose. We have a better chance yeah, of opening up our movie next to Allied. I mean, I'm. I'm not going to get my final review yet. We got some more to talk about it, but I don't think the movie was terrible. I did find myself bored throughout majority of it, and I did call out that it was Credence, because I was like, it's not going to be the little girl, because little girls are always evil, which is why I'm afraid that I have a little girl. <laughs> uh, thank God she's not blonde, because blonde little girls are always evil. I, I, guys, I'm telling you this. 
if I wake up one day and I have a blonde little blonde and she's playing hopscotch in the front yard, I am running away. Yeah, <laughs> as as you should. Um, yeah. So, but I mean, like, it, it's the point that okay. So I knew it wasn't the blonde girl because blonde girls are always, and this movie has some smarts to it to where it's not going to just show its hand so much. Uh, the acting was great. The special effects was great. I love the fact that it got the roaring twenties. Yeah, I mean, like, I really like the set pieces. I like the art design. I thought it was really, really great. My disappointment in the movie is it was not the movie that I thought I was going to get. Not reading the book, not being a big Harry Potter fan. When I hear the title, East and Where to Find Them, like I said before, I'm expecting an Indiana Jones adventure, wizards and witches hunting down these beasts. That's what I thought I was going to get. I was going to get, I was like, okay, so I'm going to be along for the ride. I enjoyed it. Disappointed in the beginning because I was like, oh, this is not what I thought I was getting. You know what? But that may have been the deciding factor because I knew what I was, was getting in this. So, yeah, I, oh, really? I wasn't. I'm, I'm with. I'm with you on that one a little bit, Jordan. I wasn't entirely sure. I my all my reference was from the trailer, and I was like, oh, it's going to be you know a quirky adventure, you know, throughout the Americas or at least New York City, trying to find creatures or whatever. So I'm with you on that one. I wouldn't say I was necessarily disappointed in the story, um, but the fact that it took a different direction, I was like, oh, we're 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 not doing that. We're doing this. So. I, one thing I was a big yeah. fan about this movie was the fact that it took you out of the school setting and let you see like what the adult wizards and witches do, like the real world that they're getting themselves into. So that's oh, that's part of like, the, more adult, point. the more adult-oriented of this film that I like. I mean, obviously it was a kid's movie too, but I love the fact that you can see, like, okay, we all know the spells. We don't need to learn the spells. Uh, let's just see like the kind of jobs these people have, like what they do for a living, a- the things they got to deal with. Adam. That's a hell of a good point because, yeah, right, because this is the first movie in a long time of this kind of that we're not in a school type setting. Yeah, you're 100% right. That is a good point. I Yeah, yeah, I have those from time to time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really good. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I liked it. I was just, I just wish he was hunting new beasts instead of trying to get the beast back from when the, uh, you know, from when the briefcase opened. Um, Sure. It was still. It, it is was. What uh, is. I understand that, and maybe they'll do uh, explore a little bit more of it, like later on in, in the series. But uh, I thought it was a good way to introduce kind of everything. You know, uh, you you have a more of a scavenger hunt type uh, plot than rather than let's go into the jungle and do this this kind of fantasy adventure type thing. Uh, now now you yeah. have like, uh, hey, I got this this loot briefcase full of everything and then all the animals are no they're loose you know in in the city and you gotta go hunt and find them and so uh it opened up the door for a lot of different scenario um to where you could you know run around a jewelry store breaking up everything or you know that uh that attic scene where they're trying to get the, the bird it was, it was a lot of creativity into it so i liked it I like that little creature that always wanted to steal gold. He was hilarious. <laughs> little shit. Yeah. I loved that thing. I loved the hell out of that thing. He was cute. I want one now. I, I, I was curious, though, because 
they never like the bugs got out right like that big blue bug with the big old fat ass and the stinger yeah. like he never caught that thing good right? point he never caught that you're right so they fucked up and they uh and they goosebumps it yeah so maybe maybe that'll, that'll be a part two maybe that'll be something that plays into the series yeah, maybe it breathes and it yeah. breathes like a million eggs or some shit like that. Yeah, because what happens if a human gets stung by that thing? Is it? I mean, what's going to happen? That's a yeah. Wow, I forgot about that. Um, final thing. Let's uh, let's uh, let's talk about the battle. Um, fighting when you know Credence formed into that giant black cloud, and then Colin Farrell was fighting against <laughs> Newt, and I enjoyed the hell out of that fight. That was a hell of a good fight. It and then great. all the depths in this, and I'm like, is that Johnny Depp? That's Johnny Depp. Motherfucker, that's Johnny Depp. That's the second time in my life where I was like, motherfucker, that's Johnny Depp, first being 21 Jump Street. So what is he doing in this movie? I'm excited that he's in this movie, but it's like, Johnny Depp, what the fuck are you doing in this movie? I it's mean, awesome. Just walking through. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah. Oh, I'm on my way to the next pirates movie. I decided he, he to step up in like real that. quick and with that haircut and everything. Like, just like oh, I play a killer. It's like I, yeah, I mean, like, right over here. We got you. And like, people. I'm not like a, I'm not like a hardcore Johnny Depp fan. You know, I'm not like, oh, Johnny Depp's amazing. You know, I'm, I'm not that kind of a guy. But you know. Generally, I like majority of the stuff that he's in, and majority of the time he's good in the stuff that he's in. Besides a few stinkers, you know, like Charlie, Char Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. But you know, I mean, by and large, he has a pretty good filmography. And when I saw him in this, I got excited because, Wolves. So you're telling me that he, that Johnny Depp, is going to be the Voldemort of this franchise? I'm down for it. I'm hardcore down for that. Yeah. See, I'm I'm somebody who I'm a big Johnny Depp fan. I I love the oh. majority of the stuff he does. Like, I I'm super into the fact that it's Johnny Depp. I I consider him. I mean, he's not really, but I consider him to be one of my most favorite actors, like, ever. Just because he's got such a like you said, he has such a wide range of things he's done. Like, he isn't typecast in anything. He can literally just put himself in, like, oh, we're gonna do this. All right, give me like five minutes. Okay, here we go. Sure. I was I was shocked and I I I did enjoy it, but like I said, I, I did not enjoy those multiple multiple endings. I think it just dragged on a little too much. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like it was fun. It was it was I don't know. I'm not I'm not ranting and raving about it. I was entertained. It was uh, it was a fun little story, but yeah, I think it was just more of a kids movie, family movie. Uh, than anything else, you know. I like seeing new animals. Like it, that's yeah. pretty cool. Like I like seeing that kind of a, that fantasy imagination part to it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like uh, maybe some more suspense. I I, I I don't know. Like there were oh yeah, there are too many parts when you have a villain introduction and you're just like, yeah, something's not right. Well, something could have been done. Something you know, I could have changed this a bit more about the you know, the bad guys. You would think that the wizards would. Like, if they have a government and they know that they're in, like, an orange or red zone, that some people to be kept an eye on might be your anti-witch group down the down the street there, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> two things. 
two things on that. Did you see one of the posters in the buildings that said we need a nail their Salem? Yeah, we need another like, Salem. Yeah. Well, and then of course, er, uh, Eric, you just brought up too about you know orange red. That brought me back to the Patriot Act in 2001 after 9/11. Yeah, no like, kidding, you know, right? So they ev- suffered some shit. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, this movie came out like 17 years too late. Like, what? I mean, what? <laughs> you know, like, but I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's uh, let's get into a final review here for uh, for Fantastic Beast. Adam, do you recommend Fantastic Beast and where to find them? You know what? I, I do recommend Fantastic because I even re- recommend to go see it. You don't even have to wait to go uh, for it to come out on DVD. It's just a fun movie. You know, it's a fun, good movie. You know, it's it's not overly fantastic, but like I said before, nice. I, I enjoyed myself when I when I left. I was like, that was a good time. That was a good good money well spent. So recommend it. Okay, Eric, do you recommend Fantastic Beast and where to find them? I mean, yeah, it's it's a family movie. Like, I went to go see it with my mom because no one else wanted to go see it with me. <laughs> nice. That's, like, the perfect movie to take your mom to. So Sure. Like, it's sure. Just, I, I mean, this movie is, um, it's going to be a background movie for sure. Like, I see it later on in, in, like, the next year or two when HBO is playing it on their, their normal run that I'll just leave it on while I'm cleaning or cooking or something like that, too. You know, like... Sure. Well, once it's on five minutes, you're watching it. So it's entertaining enough for that. I, I'd say it's it's worth the watch. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Me, I'm kind of split down the middle. I'm going to say from... I am going to recommend Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, definitely, because I think it's an enjoyable, fun, family, good movie. But for somebody like me that it's just not a Harry Potter fan and just, just trying to get into the world of Harry Potter but just not into it, I would say wait till the red box or something. You know, just wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. But, I mean, like, if you're a huge Harry Potter fan, if you want to see a good Thanksgiving weekend movie, I think this is the greatest movie to go see with your family. It's fun. It's, it's for everybody. You, you can watch uh, this movie without have seen any of the Harry Potters. I think you could. I think you could. But, you know, me, you know, well, us knowing about movies the way we do, and I knew what I was getting myself into. I'm like, oh, Harry Potter. But if you're a person that has no knowledge of it, and you're like, oh, it, you know, yeah. But, I mean, I think it's good. Uh, I'm, I I was impressed by it. Um, it's not the best movie of the year for me. But I think it's fun and it's enjoyable, and I think you should give it a try if you're interested in seeing it. You know, I, uh, if yeah, I mean, yeah. they're they're gonna you know they're gonna make a huge Harry Potter ass long series of it. So yeah, I mean, Star Wars is doing it again. Might as well Harry Potter, right? Yeah, I mean, does Disney owns Harry Potter, right? No. Yeah, no, I'm pretty I sure. I, I mean, they have the theme park. There. Warner Brothers. Is it Warner Brothers? You're no, right. They you're have, right. No, they don't. No, or, uh, no it's it's. We will not talk about Universal Studios and Harry Potter because I will. I have boycotted Universal Studios. I will never go back there in my life, ever. Here, I'm going to type in Disney on Harry Potter and see what happens. Well, no, no it's, it's just... Is that it's Adventure? Universal. It's Universal Studios, okay. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it's Universal. Warner Brothers, yeah. You do not take out the Jaws ride and you put in Harry Potter. What are you doing? The Jaws ride's amazing. I shit myself in that Jaws ride. I mean, it's... That's it's 
it's business, you know? Yeah. No, like, no, I literally shit myself. That's how <laughs> awesome it was. Jeez, all right, all right, man, I mean... No, I was, I was scared to death. You was a fake shark, right? Well, dude, I was, dude, I was, uh, again, Movie Guys Podcast, we always tell the truth. I was six years old, six, maybe seven at the oldest. I was oh, you probably really seven shit at yourself. Yo, yo, yeah, yeah, dude, I was six, <laughs> oldest, oldest age, seven years old, and I saw Jaws before, and it scared the shit out of me. You know, I saw it around that time, six, seven years old at the oldest and that and that Easter we went to Universal, and uh, I wore, and I and I wanted to ride the Jaws ride, and that shark just just scared the living fuck out of me. I, I was I, I I walked out and I shit myself. I was scared. <laughs> I was scared as shit. So proud, I have a connection with in that. Your life. Proud moment because I'm like I shit I shit, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> but. But then all of a sudden, you know, life happens, and they're like, Jaws isn't cool anymore. Harry Potter's cooler, so we're going to take out this ride and put in Harry Potter. Well, I'm like, Jaws ain't making Harry Potter money, man. Like, that's yeah, that's an easy yeah, decision that, that anyone would make. When they reboot Jaws, then they'll put the Jaws ride back in. So, if if they reboot, I will make this very clear, and then we'll end the show. If they ever remake Jaws, I will quit as a podcaster. I will never. <laughs> Ever watch another movie? Don't again. say that. That's how some people had to move to Canada. I'm <laughs> telling you. Let's <laughs> turn to the Jaws Ranch. Show. Every every episode for like 30 minutes, just random about Jaws. Okay, let's talk about Jaws this time. You just can't do it. You just can't. And we're not going to talk about it. But I mean, you just can't do that. No. Uh, it's it's it, you you just can't. But uh, anyway, well. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to this episode of uh, Movie Guys. Uh, I enjoyed the discussion, and uh, hopefully when we get a sequel, I won't be so confused and ask him any uh, uncool questions like I did it'll be, in the It'll show. be a good time. I think you'll like the sequels. I think it'll... There's always, there's always a new animal to discover in the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Yes, yes. I am uh, waiting to see... Uh, that giant lion thing in the third movie come back. That'll be fun. Hippogriff? Yeah, whatever you said, man. Buckbeat. Yeah, I would see. I would like to see more dragons. They're going to get more dragons in there. Oh, dragon would be cool. But uh, also make sure to check out this episode and any of the other episodes on movieguyspodcast.com. Uh, you can also uh, check us out on iTunes, search Movie Guys Podcast, including with our network, berealnetwork.com. That's B-R-E-E-L network.com. And also you can surf that on iTunes. We have this show and other amazing, awesome shows like Corey Distraction, Podcast, uh, Underground Hot Pot, and Hey, I Like That Game, and Facebook Condition. But make sure to check those shows out. And other than that, Eric and Ed. Uh, Eric and Ed. Wow, I'm so used to saying that. <laughs> Eric and Adam. Eric and Adam. Thank you so much for joining me this episode, guys, and we'll talk to you uh, next week. Thanks for having me.